A hall above the damn deluxe There'll be no fighting months for all of his friends Cause this place got no tapping down the damn deluxe Don't get too fucked by where you've been or how you got there You're alright and out to nowhere on the damn deluxe Because you said there was a few other Netflix productions based on his work, right? I, I cannot differentiate between any of these shows. Right. Okay? I've seen, I've, I have watched every fucking one of them, uh, and they all follow exactly the same kind of formula. And immediately, like after oh, watching the yeah. finer points of the, the Stranger, plots. the Woods, the Innocent, Gone for Good, Stay Close, Hold yeah, Tight, Fool Me Once. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like cliched aphorism like that that, that they're literally like a lot of those yeah these fucking shows i've not seen a single one i gotta say you are missing out because because like these are shows (laughs) they are not films uh every one of these is like eight episodes you stick it on for eight hours and you forget that you exist basically (laughs) you you kind of you disappear into the surreal world of harlan coburn now okay he's not a surrealist in the mode of like Louis Bunuel, but <laughs> there is something profoundly unreal at the very least about his work. So Harlan Coben, bald apparently. I'm just looking at a picture of him. This picture looks shopped. Like there's something behind his head that just looks like someone hasn't cut out something from the, the, the like on wikipedia that they've, that they've yeah on wikipedia yeah. that the little black bit behind his head it looks like somebody hasn't photoshopped out out something from the background of the photo from which they have superimposed his head into this photo um, oh yeah <laughs> further lending further credence a sort of Polly Toynbee's guardian byline photo situation like this lends further credence to my 
contention that Harlan Coben is not real. <laughs> I have seen no evidence that this man has ever that has ever existed. I have seen I have never even seen, let alone read, a single one of his books, like in real life. I've watched every single thing that has ever been adapted from one of them on Netflix. And still, I have never been in a bookshop and just looked over and Harlan Coben's name has caught my eye. I strongly suspect that, uh, as opposed to a person, he's just some kind of algorithm that they have on the computers in the Netflix offices that generates, like, uh, racy thrillers, essentially. (laughs) I think... Because these shows, they're all fucking exactly the same. They're all basically, there's a family, and they're a nice middle-class family. Um, I feel like in his books, they're probably all white people, but they they sometimes have to, like, change them to <laughs> ethnic minorities <laughs> in the show. But generally, like, privileged white people. And there's one family, and they seem perfect, but actually they're hiding a dark secret, which will become increasingly apparent as the show goes on. Every episode, by the way, there's a twist. That's how that's that's the formula. They'll flip the character's motivations on you or whatever at the end of the episode. And um, <laughs> the latest of these shows is called uh, "Fool Me Once," and and I think that rather than just trying to talk about his oeuvre in general, of which, like I say. I have a very slim grasp of all the various plot points of the specific works. I think it would be better just to tell you about uh, Fool Me Once. Yeah. Again, I can't remember whether it's called Fool Me Once or Fool Me Twice. I I, I know it's Fool I think Me it's Once. Fool Me I just, Once. No, I know because yeah. I just checked. Oh, but yeah. once right, yeah. once this conversation's over, that information will disappear from my brain. Right, <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is like hardcore Coben like this is this is like the most for the real Coben heads yeah absolutely this is the most when you got thriller series like Harlan Coben in them you can't lose like this (laughs) is like the most Coben shit that I've ever seen this so let's start middle class family check you got this this woman called Maya Uh, I forget who plays her let me look Michelle Keegan. So she seems like this, you know, she's like a nice middle-class mum, though they quickly reveal that she is X-Forces. Not just X-Forces, apparently, but like a literal war criminal. More more (laughs) of that later. But anyway, so she's grieving after the death of her husband and the death of her sister, and she is raising her young daughter, Lily, and um, lives in a, a fucking enormous house, like her husband. So like every family portrayed in a serialized television show now, her husband was like the scion yeah. of a like, big pharma dynasty <laughs> run by Joanna Lumley and her like comically posh Etonian other son. Uh, it's just like this sort <laughs> of like pencil neck ridiculous freak like then they they, they, <laughs> they like one day her friend comes over and is like look i've got a present for you and michelle keegan meyer is like oh oh c- cool what is it and she's like it's um a nanny cam it's a camera that you hide in like a fucking a photo frame and it films your nanny while you're at work because uh, you can never be too careful and she's just like i guess myra is like yeah yeah coming to think about it i do not trust my uh broadly eastern european maid i think <laughs> I don't trust the person that i literally hired to do this yeah 
it's so funny like the eastern european maid like it's most the most like stock eastern european maid <laughs> you can imagine so one day maya is at work and she's she's like um spying on her babysitter and she sees but this uh, awful no she doesn't see that the woman there she sees that her husband her supposedly dead husband is like sitting in a chair and like playing with her daughter and she's like what the fuck so she gets home and she just starts yelling at the um at eastern european maid she's like why did you what has my husband been in here you need to look at this and like she grabs her and it's that thing where somebody like doesn't explain like the crucial information Mm. (laughs) when they could just say look just just look at this my my husband or well, she doesn't even try and like make an excuse for why she's filming her eastern european maid <laughs> she, she 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 might as well just, just say you get it right yeah, yeah. She, she might she's like you're filming me and she's like she might as well just say yeah yeah well you know i'm worried that you're gonna steal the silverware but um <laughs> she, she basically gets pepper sprayed in the face by her maid who then runs away um, <laughs> and so this like sparks uh like a chain of events like because this adaptation of what i assume is in his source material is like for most that i've seen harlan coben try and like grapple with the absurdities of the modern day this is harlan coben commenting yeah. on the modern world and what is that all about eh um, it turns out that the, like, the footage of her dead husband was deep faked by the Eastern European <laughs> maid and her husband at the end. Like, she corners them in a car park with a gun and she's like, I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> I think she might maybe even does, like, non fatally shoot the husband, but they're like, We deep faked it. We use deep fake technology because Joanna Lumley told us to. I had, by the way, totally like Mandela affected that, um, that Joanna Lumley had died recently. <laughs> it turns out that she's uh, she's still with us. I legit was watching this thinking it was a posthumous role. Um, <laughs> But she she is like the uh, the matriarch of the big pharma dynasty, and yeah, she suspected that Maya killed her son, aka her husband. So and so she killed Maya killed her husband, who is Joanna Lumley's son. I mean, like, and she decided to like do Russian style disinformation to like confuse her about things and make her reveal that she killed the husband which by the way revealed in the last episode she actually did um that's 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 like the final twist or the penultimate nice. twist i don't know dude there's a lot of twists some more... one of those really twisty turny ones huh that's all coven does man i think he just he has i think he must like block his stories out and he's like okay this is part one what's the twist for this bit what's the twist for <laughs> that bit every chapter's gotta keep them hanging yeah, but for me, like, the best bits were, bits were, like, the attempt at social commentary. So, like, Maya is a former fighter jet pilot. She has spent her life, you know, being a top military fucking British version of the American sniper, like, doing mad cool shit in the Middle East. In uh, Never <laughs> refer to which country she served in, I don't think. It's just, like, um, Joanna you Longley know, one, would be... One of those... That godforsaken country, <laughs> that shithole country. Um, yeah, <laughs> but but basically, while she was out there in undisclosed Middle Eastern country, she brutally murdered like a car full of <laughs> civilians because like she was in the middle of this combat situation. And what's more, her superiors actually 
told her not to brutally murder these civilians, so oh, she defied good guy orders. superiors. Yeah, so she, well, she defied orders to do it, but what she did was she <laughs> turned off comms so that the other guy who she was flying and shooting with didn't hear that the orders were actually not to fire on them. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and and later on she's like i wish i could go back and there are terrorists there and i kill them or i don't kill anyone or there's no or there's no civilians and it's just like i mean i talked about waltz with bashir but that is fucking shooting and crying oh yeah but that brings me to the next character in this who is uh, a whistleblower who is called i shit you not Corey the whistle you can tell uh-huh. he, now he seems less of a, a a whistleblower to me because a a whistleblower on military stuff I believe would be somebody who is in the military. Yeah, it, it, would sure. that be right? Is that or at least like a contractor or yeah, some you have to be some kind of yeah. insider to be a whistleblower. Yeah, he seems like less of a whistleblower and more sort of a gamer. Oh, well, well, a, a, ha- a hacker at least. But you do. There are multiple scenes of him. Oh, like, so he's like a, a he he f- like hacked and leaked some information. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't think Harlan Coben understands that. Like WikiLeaks are like the hackers. Snowden is the whistleblower. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that. That's the dynamic. <laughs> this guy is more kind of like a, a, an Assange type, I guess. But he is such a fucking whistleblower that he is called Corey the Whistle. And um, yeah, he you see him in multiple scenes aggressively playing video games. He's really <laughs> posh. He's got silly, floppy, dyed blonde hair. He's got his ear pierced. But does he have a double-barreled name? Well, I don't know because his fucking name is Corey the Whistle. <laughs> he's not that posh then. He's such a whistleblower, despite literally not being a whistleblower, that he, yeah. he, he is literally called the whistle. <laughs> yeah, so he, he he basically he's like this kind of deep, like, ah oh, yeah, I'm anonymous, you know, like for the organization. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm like the baddest guy on the internet. But he had a tape of Maya literally committing war crimes and he fucking only released the bit of the tape where she defied orders not the bit where you see her murdering civilians because (laughs) and i quote he says to her sometimes to live with yourself is punishment enough (laughs) now i believe that the main leak that you can associate with wikileaks is the collateral murder video which is footage of a u.s fighter pilot murdering journalists and I don't believe that the thought process of... Was that actually Chelsea Manning who leaked that to WikiLeaks? Um, I think... I don't really... I don't, I don't well, know. Okay, but Corey the Whistle, again, not a whistleblower. <laughs> like, a hacker Corey the Whistle, citizen, obviously. Citizen journalist. Yeah. He's more analogous to Julian Assange. And I don't think Julian Assange said to himself, oh, you know, I don't think we should release this because, like, the war criminal in it probably feels really bad about killing (laughs) (laughs) killing those journalists. (laughs) That is, like, a fuck... This guy, he's always saying shit like, you're military lot, like, contemptuous shit. He's like, I speak truth. I take down the establishment. But then at the same time, he's just like, oh, no, pretty lady might feel bad about war crimes, so I won't expose that. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. inconsistent. Unbelievable. But hey, you know, I mean, Tony Blair is never going to go before The Hague, but at least he's got to live with himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. And, um, yeah, that's... 
it's not it's not good enough is <laughs> and um no and, anyway what else uh just just going through harlan coben comment like noticing that the world is changing around him there's this one bit where like so for basically like the one poc character who's like in it for more than one scene is this guy called he's, he's called detective shammy kias i think basically his surname kias just sounds like fucking Harlan Coben watched Piers Morgan interview Keir Starmer and just put <laughs> their names together. But he's an Asian guy and he's like the only character in... Oh, there is an Asian guy who you meet briefly. Like, uh, Keir's is, um... I don't know, he might be like Indian or Pakistani or something, but the guy you see, uh, you know, people often use Asian, despite it being the biggest mm. continent in the world, to just mean like Chinese or Japanese or Korean or whatever. And um, <laughs> there is at one point her psychiatrist, Dr. Wu, turns up, which I thought was like the most half assed name to like give like a, a Far Eastern character, <laughs> Dr. Wu. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure it, it, it is something people are called. Like the Wu Tang clan didn't get Wu from nowhere, but like <laughs> it's just like how many other characters in fiction are going to be called dr Wu, and they're yeah. usually like some evil plastic surgeon who's come along <laughs> to i don't know turn you trans against your consent or something um so like detective kias he's a classic detective who is like always wearing a long overcoat even when he attends aa meetings and shit classic. and he's always like disheveled and he keeps they have this whole thing throughout it where it's like he seems to be suffering from some kind of cognitive decline or something which he keeps having like blackouts and crashes his car and shit i thought they did that much better in paul schrader's much compromised film the dying of the light where nicholas cage played that hmm. um cia agent dealing with frontotemporal dementia but anyway there's just some like the the recut of that is so great oh yeah yeah dark is amazing but even in dying of the light cage's performance is so good at conveying that i don't think i've seen the original but i mean yeah cage is great in it um Um, detective kiss anyway seeing as i'm spoiling all the twists like it turns out that detective (laughs) kiss his mysterious ailment is actually that he's been hallucinating because he's been taking drugs, like pharmaceuticals, (laughs) manufactured by Joanna Lumley's big pharma company. Everything always links up in Harlan Coben shit. All the characters are always connected, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's fucking hilarious. Like, the whole, like, show he's been having conversations with this woman you assume is his AA sponsor, but then it just turns out that she She's like his dead wife who was like murdered and he's just hallucinating her the entire time. He's just been like having conversations with nobody for like the whole fucking show. Um, (laughs) So yeah, he's just been tripping. It's so funny when they reveal that he's been like hallucinating half the show. (laughs) I don't think they... Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's teamed up with a new partner who's like this kind of young, confident, good-looking guy. You know, he's like a classic new woke cop. He does everything by the book. And it's just that there's this reveal that the young cop is gay, which is just so funny to me. It's just like Harlan Coburn just thinks that everyone is going to be like, oh my god, like the (laughs) the tall, young, handsome guy is gay gay because i guess he's you know kind of masculine like he's a big guy and everything and yeah. and it's like the fact that when he says that he's seeing a guy called lance and kias pauses as if oh no is he gonna be homophobic to him and then he's like 
well, I hope Lance likes energy drinks or some shit. It's like Harlan Coben <laughs> thinks that that's like a gen- going to be a genuine scene of tension to people that like, oh my God, is this detective who presumably is like one of the heroes of your show going to be able to handle that someone is gay? <laughs> Again, yeah. Harlan noticing oh. that the world is changing. Like something that would have been like a big social justice point in like the 90s, maybe. Yeah, yeah no, it literally was like the kind of thing that would have been surprising in the 90s. Like now you just have characters who are gay. Like it's not it's not like <laughs> shock reveal. It's not like the scene in the crying game where you find out that the woman is trans <laughs> and you get like the, the shock uh, reveal of the dick. Like yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the worst scenes in any film, I think. <laughs> they basically Basically, now you can just have characters be gay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but there is another scene where, like, these two young kids, whose mum was the murdered sister of Maya, the main character, go to, like, this new fancy corporation, and <laughs> as soon as they get into, like, this high-tech modern office, they're greeted by a woke robot that asks for their pronouns. <laughs> 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 and it's so funny to me just like cp3o just like woke iteration yeah. like what if we have a woke bot 3000 that would be it's, it kind of reminded me of like the robot scene in um rocky 4 you know you know the one i mean but like updated oh, for the modern age made woke i have seen it but i don't i don't remember off the top of my head the Did, robot didn't we watch that with tom yeah uh, for, for the show? i remember there being like lots of machines around the russian dude as he's training i think it's earlier in the film like rocky just has a fucking robot for some reason i don't remember that why don't i remember that it's so weird i believe you but yeah i don't it's like richard armitage who might seems... have been during my benzo phase <laughs> Richard Armitage, who seems to be like Harlan Coben's muse, he starred in a bunch of other Coben Netflix productions. He basically plays the dead husband in flashbacks. And like, there's this one scene where he's like seducing Maya back in the day, and he puts on uh, fucking the, the mod father, fucking Paul Weller, mate. He puts Weller on on the stereo, and he's like, This is where you fall in love with me because of my impeccable taste in music. Just like, <laughs> ladies, I have heard every Weller album. I was just putting that out there on the market. If that's a, if that's a thing, if if knowing about Paul Weller is um is, is you know the the key to this shit, then I, I'm the I'm your man. But there are probably like sixty year old guys with mod haircuts who are more your man than me. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, that was fun. And to be, to, in his defence, it was the song You Do Something To Me rather than like one of the rockers where Paul Weller's telling you how cool uh, his clothing collection is, like Peacock Suit. There's a funny line I, I noted where um, like her friend says to her, I made a terrible mistake giving you that nanny cam. I was like, really? I could not have anticipated that having hidden cameras <laughs> in your house would have caused drama within a Harlan Coben production. Um, there's also a bit where just hitting on all the little, little fucking cliched bits that made me laugh so much there's this one scene where like the sleuth kids they're like solving this problem they're trying to get to the bottom of what happened to their mum and they seem to have a mysterious sibling that they've never met before and like the son is like oh no we can't do this thing and then literally they don't even bother breaking up the line with like the daughter saying something he's like Actually, yes, we can do this thing. Here is how I do. <laughs> it's just a, just very sloppy writing. And then there's there's another yeah. bit. 
and which editing was, by the sounds of it <laughs> there, there was a bit which was fucking hilarious to me which was where Kiyos goes to the doctor to get his diagnosis for all the shit that's been happening to him but turns out just that he's been poisoned by big pharma um like all those people who got those covid vaccines <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> <laughs> then basically like while he's getting his diagnosis it has that thing where he like disassociates and the music gets really loud and they're like turn down what the doctor's saying so he can't hear it <laughs> um, just a, just another great way of harlan coburn not having to tell you anything about this guy's uh ailment. Yeah. Yeah. until the end when he's just like uh, I didn't bother researching farmer. any medicine stuff oh, it was the house of Usher at the end of the day <laughs> uh, oh yeah and so it turns out that Michelle Keegan's deceased husband was like a real sick fuck in his life actually don't be fooled by his knowledge of Paul Weller he um <laughs> <laughs> like she meets like this schoolmate of his and they're like young boys away from home and then they cut to like footage of like fucking lord of the flies it's just like a bunch of teens like dancing around a fire wearing creepy masks and like tying somebody up <laughs> and you're like you know just boys being boys young boys away from home anyway what it turns out here is that her husband like when he was at school he like force fed this other student on his football team alcohol until he died and then his own brother felt really bad about that so he pushed him off a yacht to his death (laughs) (laughs) murdered these two kids (laughs) nice yeah they reveal later on that kius's ex was murdered that's before you find out that that's the person who he's talking to who seems to be his aa sponsor Maya has her sister-in-law saved in her phone as sister-in-law. I wasn't sure if that was an attempt to be funny. It's just like, oh yeah, this is how little she thinks of her. Or if it was just like, just in case anyone can't remember who Caroline is. (laughs) She's like in the interrogation room and there's holes in her story that she's told the cops. And she's like refusing to reveal anything until fucking... (laughs) literally detective kiss just bangs on the table and immediately she raps out Corey the whistle (laughs) just straight (laughs) just straight up just bang not the whistle it's like we were talking about designated survivor and like every single scene maggie q is it maggie q who's in designated survivor uh yes come on that's the best thing we've ever watched for this show designated survivor survivor wait i'm no, Wait, it, is, uh, it is. It is. Ma- it no, it's Maggie Hugh. I've nailed it. It's. It was definitely Maggie Hugh. Oh, you, you've dragged me into your racism. <laughs> yeah, I've brought you down to my level. <laughs> yeah, designated survivor kills off Hannah Wells. I remember when that happened. That was so ineffectual. Anyway, every single time she interrogates a suspect, she always does the same thing where she's like fuck you you're a piece of shit and then she like walks out of the room and they're like no no i'll tell you everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're always staying strong just up until the point like a bird she threatens to walk out of the room anyway i i took as a note here lumley not so bad after all because she kind of has like a sister's bonding moment with maya and then it turns out now she is pretty bad actually deep fake twist i noted down oh yeah yeah there's a bit where so like kias the entire time has been suffering from these cognitive issues and he's been like blacking out and falling over and all this shit so what what do you imagine would happen when he chases a suspect up onto a roof um 
Someone gets pushed off a roof. Some somebody is definitely falling off that roof, aren't they? So he go, he yeah. chases. He gets involved in a high speed chase with the suspect up onto a roof. High speed. I mean, it's on foot, but <laughs> but they're running pretty fast. They're they, topping they get... four or five miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They get up on the roof, and it seems like he's averted the situation. He's tracked the guy down. The guy is like safely leaning against a chimney. He's not going to fall. And then he gives Kias all this really useful information. And then Kias starts having one of his episodes and he's wavering on top of the building. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> and this guy who's just been really helpful to him, obviously, it's just like, oh, I'll come and help you. I'll come and save you. Even though you're just chasing me, I'll come and save your life. And obviously that guy falls <laughs> off the roof when he does that. Um, <laughs> Incredibly funny. I will close with two character names. So, it's a dark, mysterious character alluded to throughout the series. You never actually meet him. But, you know, you know, there's, this, there's a certain darkness to this guy. He's sort of in the shadows, blah, blah. This guy's called Tommy Dark. Um, you know, Harlan, Harlan yeah. Coben, just like, oh, what a working class scum called? Uh, well, I guess uh, they'd have a name like Ramsbottom. But on the streets... <laughs> If you're called Ramsbottom on the streets, they would call you Rambo. Bringing this back to our friend <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, and that is fucking funny. It's just like a, like a working class low life called Rambo. <laughs> um, nice, would, nice. Yeah, I'll just check my Twitter thread just about it, just to see if there's anything I missed out. But I think that's pretty much it. Harlan Coben is fucking amazing dude like i would be like mm. broadly okay if harlan coven adaptations occupied roughly the same percentage of the televisual marketplace as marvel do the cinematic universe <laughs> uh, yeah, the, ci the cinematic marketplace or um marvel do the televisual marketplace yeah this stuff is amazing man it is unbelievable it sounds contrived. like they're kind of trying it oh. really <laughs> does feel algorithmically generated to me it feels Harlan's <laughs> work feels and i don't you know the guy is a great auteur in his own way but <laughs> it does feel a lot like the uh roger london dairy stories that we read on the show a little while back like someone is just feeding points into a machine maybe mm. it's like a manatee situation as portrayed in south park i i don't know but He's fucking amazing. <laughs> it almost makes me want to have a terrible new year in 2025, just so I have nothing better to do than to gulp down the latest swill from Coben. <laughs> well, in uh, August 2018, Netflix signed a five-year contract to adapt 14 crime novels by Harlan Coben. <laughs> Great. Great. I never that have to incredible. leave the house again. Yeah, they got you covered, Jack. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. That is and it so seems wild. like so. Have you you seen all of them so far? I think so. I mean, I definitely seen the one with the bloke from Dexter. Because what's it. interesting to me is that like it seems like instead of like in order to get out these fourteen adaptations in five years, they're doing them all over the world. Because there's like yeah. been three British series, two Polish ones. A French one and a Spanish one. Yeah, and I watched them all with English dubs. Like I just, nice. I just uh, pretend that it's just more American or British, more more English language slop from uh, <laughs> from the Coben bucket. 
Wow. Yeah, they've been busy. I was, so I, I was kind of curious, like, where he was from. Does he have, like, a connection to, like, Poland? Is that why they've done two adaptations? He seems to just be, like, some American Jewish fellow. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, why, are all, why is all his shit set in Britain, then? Does he live over here? I don't know. I mean... Bet he's anti I, I wonder if his books are ever, like, are set in Britain. I wonder if he's like, oh, well, Britain's all, like, old-timey and... <laughs> foggy right it's a good place to set stories that's amazing yeah and amazon are making harlan coben adaptations as well like, oh my Shelter. god really yeah 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 they're all, they're all getting in on it he's yeah. turning in he is a brand he is a brand yeah the straight and, and he's in his early 60s and it just all seems to be happening for him now which is like right dream big i guess it could happen oh any, well you know time. i guess what's gone on is they're scraping the barrel for like existing properties right he's like, just been shitting oh my out god you've got a thousand you. books let's yeah. i'm <laughs> yeah. signing you now wait till they find out how many roger londonbury he has but yeah like <laughs> fucking he's been churning out this shit since like 1995 got alarmingly prolific in recent years yeah i think he's a greater artist but i reckon they're thinking like oh stephen king's even older than 62 he's gonna be dead soon we need another guy who just has reams and reams of fucking material in a kind of pulpy (laughs) accessible vein like yeah you'll do (laughs) (laughs) he's the anointed one it's like, yeah, they've, they've just settled on him. Like, okay, this is our and only guy. Only half of his books have Wikipedia pages. So I know. This what? is kind of obscure. Is this, is he an industry plant? Is this what, he lives in New Jersey, by the way. I have no idea why all this shit is set in Britain. Like, <laughs> you know, fucking. Yeah. But is, is this the industry plant that we've all heard about? He then began <laughs> writing a series of thrillers involving a former basketball player turned sports agent, Myron Bolitar. <laughs> yeah, he's got a whole series. Who often finds himself investigating murders involving his clients that feel when the clients begin and then murdered. there's another little series called mickey bolitar that's a spin-off of that who the fuck is that like his son or something and another <laughs> spin-off windsor horn lockwood the <laughs> third <laughs> that's the name of a sports agent is it like so you imagine some like uh, fucking football like yeah, i just gotta talk to my agent windsor horn Lock- lockwood the third yeah they call him horny on the streets <laughs> oh no shit okay he's been writing this shit since 1990 at least because that's when his first standalone novel came out it's just myron bolitar oh sure Didn't... what kind of a name is myron bolitar supposed to be <laughs> the series protagonist is a 31 year old formerly renowned basketball player and is the owner of mb sports reps an agency representing sports stars and celebrities myron sounds like a nerd not like a basketball player uh, well i'm gonna correct you there but bolitar is six feet four inches tall and considered handsome by many people handsome nerd <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they've adapted any of the myron bolitar series though it seems to be like the standalone novel yeah they got that... a whole mcu thing to do there yeah for sure get it get it all connected yeah, I don't think we've had Well, any. Shelter, which is what they said that Amazon is adapting, is yeah. part of the Mickey Bolitar series, spin-off series, so they're adapting a spin-off. Oh, 
okay. before they adapt any of the real ones. That was like a young adult thing, so I'm guessing that is... Okay. After his father's sudden death, Mickey Bolitar starts a new life in Castleton, New Jersey. There you go. So I guess uh, Myron dies <laughs> and Mickey's yeah. his son. <laughs> and then if that Amazing. does well, they'll go back and do all the Myron Volatar. Yeah, I, I got to be honest, yeah. I haven't watched that one because it's like young adult shit, and that's not my vibe. Yeah, really. Well, if you get desperate enough. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm really <laughs> jonesing for that Coben fix, I'm trying to think. Did I watch Hold Tight? The the uh, yeah, no, I definitely did. Yeah, an 18 year old goes missing shortly after his friend's death, sending an affluent housing estate in Warsaw into a frenzy. Okay, I can't mm. say I watched that for definite, but it does sound familiar. <laughs> like I say, like an eighteen-year-old mysteriously dies is like the plot of every Holland Coben. It's a bit Mad Libs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I'll let I'll let you go, man. It's been really right, man, fun it's talking. Being good. watching lately jack hang on let's give it a second i've almost finished my oh course. okay yeah yeah we'll fuck around <laughs> we, a little bit longer keep, then we can keep this uh extra section in but we could i don't know just put it on patreon or something like uh put it in that section the extra bits <laughs> yeah the hogs yeah exactly but i mean we have said some pretty funny stuff it's just that i've been eating the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> platform i actually fucking took notes on something that's how <laughs> nice. much i never do i you know i haven't been able to concentrate on something for more than fucking two seconds and i fucking sat down and diligently took notes on the shite i was watching <laughs> that is how quickly netflix properties fucking dislodge themselves from your mind you need to record the evidence that it happened <laughs> otherwise there will be there will be no trace <laughs>